All right, so reverse selling. By the way, uh, just so you know, Vic Link has been my uh, partner in building four, I think four or five of these companies. I have built, as you can see there at the bottom, six times at the top. I have been at the top of six different companies over the last 29 years, in addition to quite a few other things that I do in direct sales and building apps and things like that. And so what I'm going to tell you comes from having learned and bumped and learned and bumped and then been in quite a few masterminds from all kinds of people, people who once taught people like Elon Musk or people like multimillionaire people. And I have been in parts of different of their masterminds to learn how they think and what they do. Because if you ask me, we all have like a head and two arms. Usually most of us come with all the pieces intact. And we're here with all the pieces intact and our brain works and we're all able to learn. Would you say that's true? How many people here say, yeah, I can learn. If you put that brain on, because I'm going to show you some stuff that's pretty different than what you've heard before. However, unless you are making more than I have in these businesses, you probably want to listen to some of these ideas just because if you're not where you want to be, if you don't really enjoy your business anymore, you just assume really not do it. I mean, I would say of the, you know, my knowledge of the business being in it for 30 years, I mean, several very large groups of people that are uh, network marketing groups, you know, all these different companies. And if there's a group that has say 30, 40,000 people, there are maybe 200 that comment and are even alive. That's not even 1%. I think it's like a half of 1%. And the whole industry is kind of like real estate. Millions of people have their agent licenses, but almost nobody does anything. They keep their license so in case their mom sells a the house, they can say, oh, I'm, I'm a seller, so I get half the commission. Do you all know that, right? It's just like most people are not very active. And why, except to pay the monthly to stay in the program. Why aren't they active? They don't really like doing it so much. Who wants to go and get a face full of rejection every day? Wake up. Oh, man, I can't wait to get a face full of rejection. Right, Vic? That's what you're looking for. And you kind of go, uh, and then they tell you, get out of your comfort zone. So go ahead and do stuff that makes you feel crappy, makes other people feel crappy. Then you have no place to go for Christmas dinner. You have no friends. You're all shunned. And you haven't got any sales. And you feel like, why did I even do this? Right? So if any of you are not happy with what you're doing, because you all these different things that might be going on. And Vic has built four of these with me. So she is somebody who has also come from years of doing this and building very successfully after not being very successful and about ready to quit. So you're not looking at, uh, you know, some kind of low level person here who's helping you. Uh, she has been at the top of a number of companies. We won the number one and number two recruiting positions in a company with 150,000 reps in our first six months. We beat every person in there, all of them, including our upline who still loves us and we still love him. So there are things you can do a little bit differently than what you're doing. You want to know what they are? You ready? Tell me if you're ready. We'll go right now. All right. So here's a big deal we have in our industry. Who else does not want to sound salesy? They'll say, I love what I have, but I don't want to be seen as a seller type. Tell me if this is you, right? Just say, yes, that's me. If it is, I don't want to lose my friends. I want a place to go for Christmas dinner. Who's got that? Is that anybody here? Have we got this? These folks. You do not want to sound salesy because that gives you status as you're some kind of schleppy person who takes advantage of everybody, right? Isn't that the idea that you don't want? You don't want to have that. So what are we going to do? Reverse selling, which is what I'm going to talk about, is a term that I've never used it before, but it occurred to me because I saw it in a dieting program where they said, you know, we... We're going to show you how to do reverse dieting. And I thought, oh man, I know I can use that for reverse selling. So I decided this is a good name because I'm going to show you how to reverse sell. What does that mean? When you think about selling, right? What do we all think? We are going to go and approach somebody. Am I right? And usually you're going to push that somebody. Hey, 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 guess what? Right? And that's kind of, then you're going to do your thing. Reverse selling, what would that be? What do you think that would be? So instead of you coming on to the other person, what would happen? Who can guess? What's the ideal? 
They're going to come and sell you. Isn't that a better deal? Wouldn't you rather have them come? Yeah, that's exactly it. That's reverse selling. So I want to show you the steps of how this works. This is one part of a program we have called the big school. I'm going to show you one pillar, which is what this is right here. And I would bet you most of you haven't seen it. Warning, everything I do is pretty much the opposite of what all the major companies teach, of what all the gurus teach from my old friend, Eric Worry to all of them. There's nobody, I don't even know that anybody has agrees with this, but it's worked for me and for the people that we have taught. So, you know, it's kind of like there's Harvard and there's all the other schools. And if you want to go fast to the top without the pain and the ankle biters that you feel when you do it the old way, you can stay the way you are. If you're good the way you are, just come and be entertained. But if you're not good and you've got to have some income because you believe you can help people, then this is for you. You ready? Yeah, ready to go. So here's how this reverse selling came about. Some years ago, many years ago, actually, I, the first company I ever did was a water filter company. And I had a friend that I've had for many years. And I said, hey, why don't you do this with me? And she had a lot of connections at the, and still has a lot of connections. And she said, well, you know, Kim, I, I know you love sales and I, love, I know you like hustling, doing all that stuff, but I will help you with this business. She's the first person I asked. And here's what she said. I will help you with this business if you do not make me accost my friends. That's what she said. So I'm not selling my friends. So this was my first exposure to quote unquote selling the business. How many of you have told, have, have said, I might join you, but not if you make me sell my friends and accost my friends. That's what she said. So I thought, okay, well, crap, what am I going to do? She doesn't want to do this if she has to accost her friends. And I thought, you know, do you really want to accost your friends? Who here wants to feel like you're accosting your friends? Yes or no? Yeah, right? Then that kind of suck, right? I mean, accost your friends. And I thought, God, I never looked at it like that. It never occurred to me I'm accosting anybody because I, as far as I know, I never have accosted anybody. <laughs> but she said, I'm not doing that. So I thought, okay, she must think I'm going to make her accost her friends. And I never got, I've never forgotten. It's been 30 years. Never forgot those words. So I thought to myself, okay, well, damn. How are we going to sell stuff if we don't sell it? I mean, we've got to sell stuff, right? That's what you do when you sell stuff. I've been selling Christmas cards since I was eight years old when I first came to America. Of course, I, that's how you do. That's what you do, right? You ring bell. Hey, you got to take the money home and you're your number one kid in your, in your school and in your, right? Whatever. So I thought, how are we going to get people to hand over money if you don't sell stuff? That was my, I thought, yeah, how, how am I going to do this? Because I wanted this lady in the business, see? Not so much for her contacts, but for the other things she could do. She's very good with money, very you know strategic, and none of the things I'm any good at. I know how to make it, but keep it and do all the things with it, no idea. Don't even care. Well, I care now, but you know, I didn't then. So how am I gonna how do you get people to hand over money and they're happy doing it, right, Vic? So this is how it came to be. So how do you do this? Number, the second batch here is we. I wanted to attract buyers so that I didn't just sell to any random soul. My approach has always been, like when I sold Christmas cards when I was eight years old, I could hardly speak English because I had just come to America. And the, my dad was a publisher, it was a Christian publishing house, and they had Christian um, Christmas cards. And for those of you that know about cards, whether they're Christian or whatever the holiday is, they, like in for the Christian uh, cards, they had little Bible verses inside the card. They open up the card and you have a little verse, right? And so I told my dad, okay, I, I can, of course, you know, we're, we're, I'm going to sell these cards. And where do most of the people live, do you think, around here? And it happened in our town. There were a lot of Christian people. And so I went first to the neighborhoods that were closest to the church that we went to. Why? Because I figured, well, they're all going to be Christian. Who's going to say no to a kid, right? And so that's what happened. I went to people who were sort of inclined because they were kind of Christian. And I mean, does anybody here say no to an eight-year-old kid coming down when it's snowing saying, hey, look at these. Do you want to get some cards in case you don't have them yet? And look at these little verse. See? 
And I'd open up the card and show it to them and say, look, see, and there's a little verse. And I could, like I said, with my English, it was quite, oh my goodness. So they all said, oh, okay. And they all liked the fact that I pointed out the verses because my dad said, these are where the people are who go to the church. So I said, okay, so now leave me alone. I'll come back and, you know, tonight. And I sold all these boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes, hundreds of them. <clears throat> because I went to people who were already kind of inclined. And that's what I did when I was eight. So it never occurred to me I was costing anyone. They were saying, oh my goodness, what is your name? Oh, these are beautiful cards. Oh, can I buy an extra box? And I'd go running home to get an extra box. Pretty soon I carried, you know, a little bag, but I didn't carry them to the door. I left them away from the door so they only saw the one box. I have no idea why then why I did that, but I know today why I would do it. That's all there is. You want this or not? Yeah, yeah, give me that. Give me that. And I never said anything. It was just giving a certain impression, right? That's what I did. So, so we attract buyers and you want to figure out how do you attract people so you don't just sell any random soul out there, okay? And so what I figured is, okay, we, I noticed <clears throat> that when my friend said, I don't want to cost people, I said, well, like, what do you mean? Well, I don't want to sell them and push them and do all that stuff. And I said, well, but like, what would that mean that they would have to do? H how do you accost people? Because I didn't think that I did that. I was sure I didn't do that. And of course, we have a name for it now. It's called Stopping Seller Talk. But let me ask you, you tell me, how many of you know that when there's a seller in the room, no matter where you are, if there is in the group of people, there's somebody who's a seller type, how many of you know you can tell that there's a seller in the room and you know who it is right away? Who can tell? Tell me yes or no. Yes or no. Can you tell or not tell? You have no clue. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you got it, right? We all know, right? That when there's somebody who's a seller, we know who it is and we know. And do you want to go towards that person or away from that person? Towards or away? Right? Isn't everybody squirming away? Oh, you know, let me, let me quick get away over here and stand over here. Oh, I have to go to the restroom now. Right? These people are called sellers and we know why they're sellers. How do we recognize somebody in, in, that is a seller? Well, they use something we call seller talk. Seller talk. Write that down. Seller talk. This is what you do not want to do ever. What do people who are sellers talk about first? Tell me, we're going to get some of your comments right here. What, like, what are some of the things? What do they talk about? Them. Themselves? Yep, okay. What else do they talk about? Products. Products. Products, products, products. Okay. What else? Themselves. And if we keep our business options open. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have something <laughs> great. Okay. And then what's, what are some more? Features. Features. Products, yeah. Okay. Oh, great company. I've got a great company. <laughs> ingredients. Okay. Let me tell you what's Oh, in yeah, ingredients, right? Yeah. Benefits. So that would be the science. Plans. How much money you can make. Compensation plans. Starter kits. <laughs> okay, so Crystal, so somebody comes up in a room and says, hey, I got a starter kit for you? Really? What are these people? What are, I mean... I want to know, you, they, they got off the, my goodness, they got off on the wrong bus, huh? <laughs> oh, my goodness. The science, the, okay, the science. Mm -hmm. Okay. By the way, we call this techno babble. How oh, many yeah, of you have heard Arian the term? Says, oversell, oh, that, what'd you say? Oh, you'd be great at this. <laughs> oh, yeah. That one, Kim, that's a good one. <laughs> that is, to who said that? This that is great. Is, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be great at this. This is an extra good one, right, you guys? Juicy, oh, juicy. How many of you have, have done that? Yeah. Marion Davis. Okay. Oversell, overhype. So the bottom line is, by the way, technobabble. How many of you have heard that word, technobabble? You want a side hustle? Yeah, a side hustle. Okay, good. Yep. Yeah, you know, have some of you heard of a guy named Russell Brunson? I mean, not all of you will. If you're on the internet world, you will. If not, you won't have. Somebody heard of, of him? Um, he um, was a student of mine when he was in the network marketing business before he got big into ClickFunnels. Well, while he was getting big into ClickFunnels. And one of the things that he said saved his whole sales career 
and he's written me many times. We have his little stories about me, him and me all over. You know, if you look me up, you'll see he's pretty much, uh, you know, attached at the hip. Uh, and he said, you know, I was initially, when I first started sales, I didn't know I was driving people away. And he said, then I read her book, the orange book, and he read the section on technogravel. And he said, I realized I was chasing people and scaring people away with the technogravel. And he said, once I changed that, my whole sales career changed. And I have gone on to make millions and millions and millions of dollars because of this one thing he learned from Kim. That's what he said. He wrote this. Yeah, it's in my book and it's all over the place. Technobabble is using words that other people do not understand that are over thir like 13 years old. If, the, if somebody, so if you're saying, a, let's say you say there's a company called NuSkin. So if you talk about NuSkin, is that something most people will know? Yes or no? Yes or no? So is that Technobabble? Yes or no? So the name of your company is Technobabble. Let's take a product, you know, the DNA breastfeeding, I don't know, hoo-ha. Do people normally know what that is? Yes or no? People know what that is? It works at the cellular level. They, they have any idea about that? Are you kidding me? So that's using technobabble. Any word you use that a normal 12 or 13-year-old does not understand is technobabble. You know what happens to the mind when you start using technobabble? which is science, names of products, names of companies, names of all that stuff. They, we have what we call the glazed eyes. They zone out. And they think, you know, I got to pick up my kid. Because you may have just started speaking Russian, right? This is part of what it means to be a seller. Remember, we talked here. How are you going to do reverse selling? Don't make me accost my friends. I'm not going to sell my friends. So don't make me do that. What does that mean you have to do? Well, you can't use seller talk because that's how you, it, that's what it means to sell friends using seller talk, pushing on these people, right? So we're going to do something that's reverse selling to attract the buyers instead. So this here is what you do not want to do. Are you with me? The big thing here is you are talking about products, the solutions, Right? You're talking about the products, the solutions, and stuff about who? Who? Who are you talking about? My products, my solutions, and stuff about who? You. Right? And what do people care the most about in the whole world? They care about themselves. So, so far with this kind of stuff, have you said anything about what they care about? And by the way, you're not going to talk about them because we're going to assume you don't know them from the man on the moon. I got a much better one for you. But if, let's take this one right here. If a person cares about themselves and their issues, their problems, or whatever they've got going on, right? Are we there? Then do you think talking about any of this stuff, the products, you have something great, the great company, the great in science, the comp plan, the techno babble, or you degraded this, or do you want to have a side hustle? Is that going to do anything to those people? Is that going to interest them at this point as your first approach? Yes or no? All right, because they're thinking about, and we'll always be thinking about, like we all are, each one of us here, including all of you, are thinking about you, and you should be. That's the way it is, right? We have to earn somebody's interest. So we're talking about this. All right. So I guess what we're going to talk about instead. Now, if somebody guesses this, we'll get you something really special if you guess it uh, right. You have to think about this. It's not obvious. It is not obvious. You know, if somebody gets this, Vic, tell me at the end, and maybe we'll give you a class like the art of recruiting or something good like that, save you a couple hundred bucks. What should you talk about instead? Okay, what do we got here? What are we going to talk about instead? Now, what do people normally say? Okay, yeah, that's okay. These are, these are good answers, right? Not the one I'm looking for, okay? Because I have a certain one in mind, right? 
and see if you get this. What do we have so far about them and their what interests? Keeps, okay, right? Ron Love says, what keeps them up at night? Okay. Nancy, them and what they care about. Yep, yep. All these things are good, right? Family. What else do we have up here? Just scroll back up. Uh, about them and their interest. Ask questions. Talk about their pain points. Janice says them. Uh, about, I don't know what this means, story. I don't know what that means either, okay. Uh, so that's okay. what we have so far. Okay, and these are all, you know, and answers that um, are better than talking about your product and the solution. Okay, so the first thing that makes a seller a seller, recognizable to all of us, is they use something we call seller talk. They talk about the product or the solution or the business that they have. Is that clear to everybody? Say yes. We got the one part. So we know they're a seller because that's what they talk about. Okay. Now in the network marketing industry all these years, what they do is who do they tell you to approach? Okay. Who do they tell you to approach? Every, yeah, everyone, everyone, people right? you know, people mm -hmm. you know. Okay. And so what you have to do, since you know you have something that you've got, what do they have you do? Approach everyone you know and start with something like, um, they call it, what do we got? Everybody you know, anybody with a pulse, amen, Paul, we got that. Family and friends, right? That's what you're supposed to do. And you treat them all as if they're a prospect. Am I right or am I not? Right? They're all supposed to be potentially a prospect. Everybody wants health and wealth, right? So of course, you know, you just, so the assumption is you talk to everybody, okay? Number one. And in order not to talk about your, your product right away, although people do that most of the time, you ask questions about them. How is your family? How, what is form? Let's see, ask about family. Um, what's O again? Form, who remembers? What is O? You know, how are you? How's your family? Oh yeah, occupation, right? How's your gig? And you are you having a good time working at the fish market and smelling like an old fishwife, blah, 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 you know? And then the next one, R, is recreation. Did you have a good time staying for your vacation at the Motel 6, right, in the basement? And then, the, of course, you're trying to get out of the other person personal information, usually to show how dissatisfied they are, of course. And then you're going to whip open your coat, you know, like the Matrix, and go, look, I got all this stuff that's going to fix it for you. Am I right or not? Yes or no? That's kind of it, right? That's the deal. It's what they have you do. And how many of you have found that you talk to 50 people and it's pretty much maybe one might say yes and for the rest is pretty much a time suck? How many of you have had a good time doing that? A good time. You really like, can't wait to talk to the next person. Find out all about them. Why? Why are you even talking to the people and making a relationship startup? Why? Why are we really doing that? Who dares to say? Why are we doing that? Why are you making friends with all these people? To sell them. Does that feel good to you? You like doing that? You know, make friends so you can sell them later. I, I have never been able to follow that, particularly as a woman. We need each other as friends. I don't mind selling another. I'm going to offer you something today, but it'll be if you want to come to us. We practice reverse selling bones marrow for in all directions. I've never done anything else. Everybody we ever have has come to us and we'll teach you how to do that. Okay. So this is awful, but lawful. Yeah, but nobody wants to do it. See. Now the men are, I've also spoken to a lot of men who don't really like doing that. Guys, if you come up and say, hey, let's make a deal, that's a little more common with you than it is with women. It's just, you know, we're, we have different functions in society, so we're accustomed to doing different kinds of things. But if you don't want to talk to people and learn all about them and learn their pain points, learn what keeps them up at night, do that one by one by one, uh, there's another way. You want to know what it is? 
Come on, let me see, let me see. Okay, so remember, slide 13, we left off here, right? Attract buyers, because we don't want to just sell any random soul. We want to stop seller talk so we don't look like sellers. So we, we've done that. And now we've decided, okay, we don't want to really go talking to every single person as if we're going to have a big friendship when we know we're going to sell them, because that takes a long time, right? These relationships, is, it's very hard. Okay, so what are you going to do instead? So we're going to learn to talk about a specific problem, a problem that attracts certain people. So that the people who hear about it are attracted to you because they have the problem. You see how this works? So what do you talk about? Them? Yes or no? Are we talking about those people? Yes or no? What do we say here? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? What's a word start with? The problem. You talk about the problem, not the product. What's not they're frustrated with, it can be, see Crystal, the thing is you'd need to know what they're frustrated with, right? So we don't know, let's pretend we don't know anything about the people we're talking to. So Crystal, are you there with me? Pretend we don't know anything about them. You got it, right? And so now I'm gonna put out a problem and see if you have it. Let me do a demo right here, right here on you guys right now. You are all here and most of you know some about my work, otherwise you wouldn't be here, am I right? But I mean, I personally, we've never had dinner together. We've never had drinks together. We've never played tennis together. So basically I don't really know personally much about really anybody here except Vicky. Would you say that's true? Am I correct or not? Yes or no? Tell me yes or no, yes or no, yes or no. Yes, 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 true. Right? Now I'm going to use this approach. Talk about a specific problem that attracts. Are we going to attract everyone or just some people? Who are we going to attract? Everyone or some people? Some. Does everybody buy a Rolls Royce or only some? Does everybody buy a VW or only some? Does everybody buy an Apple computer or only some? Have we got it? Only some, no matter what. No matter how many people you talk to, only some are going to buy. So why not just talk to them and be done with it? Right? So let's say that I, I want to ask you something. Would you say that, let me tell you something. We, we help people who don't know what to say. They love their product, but they don't know what to say in, in the network marketing business to make money with their business. We help people who really don't know what to say. Is there anybody here who has that problem? Yes or no? One, two, three. Who else? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I put out a general problem. Is there anybody here who has trouble knowing what to say in their network marketing business so they can make some money with it? And you said, who's got that problem? I said, who's got that problem? You all said yes. Now, some of you might. You have a script they give you, right? Do you love it? Does it work? Does it work, Marion? Of course not. Who do you think gave you the script? Oh, Vic, I shouldn't even say, say this. Let me tell you something. When we were, uh, one of the companies we were in uh, was the, I think, water filter company. And then it later became a company that did fruits and veggies and capsules. And we had a meeting in Northern California of all the top leaders in the company. I think like two, 300 people, all the top bananas making the big bucks, right? Thousands of people in their groups. And this is exactly what came up. Somebody was saying, well, you know, we see some of the scripts because all these people were not in my downline. A lot of them were, but you know, half of them in the room were not, right? There were other people. And they said, so we're using these scripts that we got from in the, uh, in the manuals. You know, they have your memory jogger and then you're supposed to call all these people and here's the script. And they really don't work. This is what one of the people got up and said this, right? While, while the, the VP of the company was talking about issues that the people were having. And he said, well, you just, you know, say it louder and try and say it more often. And I got up and of course, you know, um, I am very, I can distinguish between people who are on the sales force and people who are in corporate. We need both, but they're not the same. So I asked him, John, who wrote those scripts? Oh, he said, you know, people in the home office. So how are, have they been in the field? Well, you know, not really, but I mean, how hard can it be? 
Well, are you kidding me? The reason people are in corporate is because they cannot sell. That's why they are in corporate and we need them there. Somebody has to pack the product, ship the product, pay the bills, answer the calls, deal with the issue. We need all those people. But do they know how to market and sell? Are you kidding? They don't have a clue. And they still don't have a clue. And you are sitting there thinking something's wrong with you. You know, you can, what do they tell you? Just talk to people to make money. Just talk to people to make money. Okay, great. So you're talking to people. Are you making money? How many of you talk to people and, and are making a lot of money talking to people? Let's say you talk to 10 people today. How much money did you make? Say you don't, say you talk to 20 people. How much money did you make? Let's say you talk to 20 people. We all can talk to 20 people. I can talk to 20 people and probably sell half of them. You can talk to 20 people. Would you sell anybody? Would you even think to pose a question that would allow them to buy from you? Talking to people is not the same as off making someone aware of some, a problem they have that they would like fixed. And now you might be able to help them. That's very different than saying, oh, Nancy, gee, how are you? How are your kids? Are you married? Oh, yeah. How are you feeling with this, um, what do we call it, this pandemic? Would you, or do you keep your options open? Hello? How, how juiced are you with that? So you see, it's, it's, you want to think about a specific problem. So you need to start thinking about what is a problem that you solve without mentioning the product, the business, or anything specific that attracts certain people. Right? Are you with me? Yes or no? Because who, the ones who say yes are the attractive ones. You all said you'd like to learn what to say to people so you can make some money in your business. Have, did you say yes? We, we can help you with that. You know that. We know what to say to people and make money. We do it all the time. We're talking money-making machines. Why? Because we know this. We talk about a specific problem that we know only some people will say yes to. And we wait for them to say yes. Does that make sense? Yes or no? Right? That's kind of like you aim at the right one. There's a way to tell who they are and that's what you want to do. And some of you are going to say this will work for the business as well as the, um, it's a product. Absolutely. I gave you one for, you know, are there people here who would like, who don't know what to say to people. And if you just knew what to say to people, you could make some money. Yes or no. That's the problem. A specific problem. Don't know what to say to people. And you want to make some money marketing your stuff as a coach or as an affiliate marketer or as a direct seller. If you knew what to say, you, you know, maybe that would help. Yes or no. You go, yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. That's one example. Let's take the business. I mean, that's our business. Let's take, say our, we built six of these things. One of the things we used to say is, okay, so if you, have you ever thought about kind of what might happen in your retirement? Have you ever thought about some kind of a, you know, a regular income that comes in because people buy all the time? And we used to use the example of the radio jingle. Yeah, that we had that a lot. Um, it would be, we called it residual income and explain to people, this is income that you get for making a sale once right? On say, you, you, whatever you market, you sell it one time, you do a good job. And the people buy every single month and you get paid every single month. Do you understand what that is? That's direct sales with a twist, right? The person has a problem, right? That's why they buy. You let them buy from you. And then they like the product and every month they buy it. And every month you get a little bit of a, of a, of a spiff. Are you with me? Do you all understand that? How that works? So if you had a hundred customers and you made $10 on each one, you'd make a thousand a month, right? If you had a hundred customers at $10 each, you'd make a thousand a month. If you had a thousand customers in a thousand day, you'd, you'd make 10,000 a month just on the customers, $10 a person. Are you with me? Yes or no. What if you built that up over five or 10 years? Suddenly you hit 50 or 60 and you're making 10 grand a month, right? That's the residual type income. If you want to build something really fast and build a movement and get the word out like a missionary, like all people should have access to clean, filtered, cheap water in America. That's what we did with the water company. I think that's the first company I ever did. We were in, making 30, 40,000 a month in the third month. Why? Because that is what we sold. The mission of getting clean five cent a gallon water to people. Very different than Oh, let me give you my carbon filter. Look, you know, you, you, nobody even cares about. It. They don't even know what a carbon filter is. What is that? 
Okay, so you see how we're doing this, okay? So you talk about a specific problem, you need to learn how to do that. What is the problem that you solve with your business? It might be residual income, it might be retirement income, it might be income so that you don't have to depend on your job, right? It's only gonna be something that attracts certain people. Just remember that, only certain people. So you're putting your finger up and seeing what's, which way the wind is blowing and you wait for that to come. Instead of talking to every single person and hoping that maybe they might want what you have and pretending to make friends. So it's a choice of how you wanna do it, okay? Here's the next one. You invite the responders into the next step with friendly virtual magnets. We call these velvety magnets, velvety mousetraps, but they're really, a, they can be PDFs, they can be videos and audios, short two or three minute things, almost like the TikTok stuff or like the reels that Facebook is doing to draw the people in further without you. And it's not company stuff, it's your stuff. You are the boss of the client. That's your direct personal person. Are you with me? Say yes. Right? Who's got this? Are you with me? You're not doing this. You, the first one you did already, you had the specific problem. You want that? Okay, here, click here. And then takes the person on a little ride, a little Disney ride through the park. You go, oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, that's pretty cool. And some of them go, no, I don't want to do that. And they opt out. You don't know a thing. You don't know anything. All you know is what happens with the results. And guess what happens? They go through the little virtual magnets. They watch it. They, they read it. They do whatever the form of it is, because it could be a video, right? It could be a PDF. It could be, um, oh, goodness. It could be an audio. It could be a live. They're, however you like to do things, pick one and get really good at it. And then what happens is, guess what? You wake up and there you have a calendar. We'll show you how to set that up. And it's hooked up with all whatever virtual little magnet you've got there. And people book. They book. They have little bookings. And what they've, they're all pre-qualified because we set that up with the magnets. They have the problem that you can solve. They're okay on the money. They're okay on the values. And when I say values, what does that mean? Well, Let's say that you sell a weight program, right? A weight loss uh, type program. And there are many ways to lose weight. Some of you, you know, your companies forget that there are many ways to do this. <laughs> you might have appetite suppressants. Appetite suppressants, that is a pass to losing weight. Just before you eat, pop this, right? Let's say. There is another way to, um, you, you can lose weight. People have lost weight through exercise programs. People have lost weight through mind uh, meditation programs. People have lost weight through, I don't know, water regimes, people, juice fasting, clean eating. There are many ways to get to a healthier, fitter self. Are you agreed with that? So you will have a path, which is your product and your philosophy. So all these, the folks that are coming on your calendar that are saying, hey, I'm, I'm ready, you check and you, <laughs> you learn how to have a sales conversation with them to enroll them. Because what we do is we've learned that between five and six out of 10 people who book will end up signing up with your program. And even if they don't, you've had a marvelous conversation because you share the values, you share the caring, you, you care about what the issues are, and they always can refer someone to you whenever it's appropriate. Do you see what I mean? Nobody ever hangs up on you. We've never had a hang. I've, I don't think I've ever, 30 years, never had a hang up. Because all the people are already pre-qualified, -pre you see? So just because they don't buy doesn't mean that they're going to hang up. It means you're, you're up all of like mind. And many of them buy. See how that, this is what we do here. This is what we, why do you think we built so many so fast? We were at the top of the company, usually faster than anyone in the history of the company. And the one where we were the number one and number two recruiter company-wide, we beat out 150,000 reps in our first five months there. Some of you know, it's a send out card company. Right? We have all the stuff. We just, we, because we do this. It's doing different things in different order. That's all. And remember at the beginning, I think we said, can you learn? I can learn. Who here says I can learn? Who, who knows that they can learn? Let me see, I can learn. Do we still have any I can learn people here? Yeah. Can you learn or not? Yeah, that's, that's it. Humans are programmed to learn, right? You might get mad that you have to learn because it usually isn't much fun to learn. Learning means you don't know how to do it. So you're going to screw up. So you fall off your bike, you get skinned knees, you get skinned elbows. 
but that's what it means to learn. Once you can ride, you're all over it, right? Look at me, mom, look at me, look at me, I can do that, okay? All right, so you have your calendar book. Now, let me show you something fun. When you get your calendar book, that sounds pretty good because of course, you know, you're gonna sign up three or four out of maybe five out of 10 people that book, right? What if you did this every day? Brooke, one of our partners said she, she has to turn off her machinery, her virtual magnets because she can't take that many new people every day. That's what she said on her, on her video. I can't, I can't handle that many new people, right? So this is, somebody gets the program and does the work the way it's supposed to be done they can do these same things. You know, it's like saying, is Michael Jordan duplicatable? Well, there are other people who are really very good basketball players like Kobe Bryant and all the NBA people that are really at the top level. Are they exactly like Michael Jordan? No, but they can be good. Are they exactly like Kobe Bryant used to be? Well, no, but they can be good. Are they exactly like, I don't know, whoever, whatever sports there are. So when you say duplicatable, can somebody else do it? Yes, if they learn, they come into the program and they learn the process. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you see what I mean? You have to learn how to state your problem that you solve. You learn to put it out there. So if a person is willing to do the steps to learn to get in the ring and do the practicing, remember, because our business when we're in the business of marketing and sales, if you want to make money, you have to have someone else give it to you. So that makes it a little different than going to the gym because who decides if you are any good at the gym? Well, mostly it's you. You want to have a trainer, but it's you go and you do, you do the reps. But in marketing and sales, you do the reps, but that's not enough. You have to do the reps with the right person on the other end who is ready to say, yeah, I, that's what I want. Do you see that? And that's where the differences will be because there's interaction involved. You have to learn how to interact with people. You see that? Okay, good. All right, now I have a surprise for you. What if you get these calendars booked? Then what are you going to do? Here, look, that's the whole, that's just for the reverse selling. This is one of our pillars in the big school program. When you get your calendars booked, guess what you're going to get? You're going to have new problem. Number one is you're going to have this problem. You might have quite a big organization. How are you gonna manage that? You have to learn how to do that. That's like a big deal, right? That might be quite a big thing. What if you have 30, 40, 50 people or hundred people or maybe even a thousand, right? So you have to handle that problem. Darren Hardy is an old friend of mine. And when I was first getting started with this particular business, uh, one of the, the top banana in the company came to our event and he said, I have you know tens of thousands of people, Jeff, Jeff R., for those of you who know that company. And Darren got up and said, well, how do you manage all those people? If you have tens of thousands of people, how do you do that? Because that's where Jeff had gotten tens of thousands of people. And he told me, he did it like Moses. He had his front 10, and each of those had their 10, and their 10, and their 10, just like Moses did when he had all his people. So these are problems you want to have, totally, right? Here's another problem. How do you onboard your new members so that they have some chance of success instead of quitting on day three? How do you do that, right? We have a little training on that we're gonna give you. And then another problem is where are you gonna vacation with your new income? What are you gonna do with your money? How are you gonna keep some and make sure it doesn't all get blown up? These are new problems you're gonna have when you start getting your calendar booked with the reverse selling approach that we teach in the big school. Do you see that? Does that make sense? Tell me yes, if you got that. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so would anybody here like to know how to get some help doing reverse selling in your business? Because this is how we built six companies over 29 years. Okay, you wanna learn how to do that? This is for people who want to learn this approach. All right, so we run a school for this. It's not as expensive as Harvard. You're not going to be paying like a hundred grand a semester or anything like that, <laughs> or $55,000, like my friend Eileen says, that she shows people just how to make an offer. People come to her house in pairs and they spend 55 Gs going there to learn how to do one thing, which is how to make an offer. We are going to teach you this as part of this class and it will not be anywhere near that much money, okay? But this is a big school that we call it the big school for direct sellers and network marketers. People who, let me tell you the condition. 
don't apply. I'm going to give you the application right here so you can get in with Vic before her calendar is full. Go here and apply. It's a short form. It has like six questions. Maxout.com. Vic, could you put that in the, in the chat there? So for those of you that are on audio or you can't hear or something, you got your phone, maxout.com. Buying into a school, you could, you know, like when I went to Harvard, they said it's going to cost this much. It's you're looking at 50 to 100 grand per year in one of those schools. And you think about it, you get a Harvard degree. And honestly, I have one. What is it good for? Can it make a person money? No. Does it get people respect? Yes. Does respect equal money? No. There are incredible numbers of respected pedigreed people who are barely making a living. Tony Robbins has no degree in, in mental health or in psychology or anything. He, he got one certificate and I think they kicked him out. Um, I was in one of his very first programs where he did um, My Date with Destiny at his house. We were like 12 people and he had just gotten his house in, 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 in La Jolla. And he got a, he got a credential, for, uh, what do you call the NLP credential? And they almost kicked him out of that school because he went practicing on people at the restaurants. Just the minute he learned how to do anything, <laughs> he'd run out and try and do it. Here, lady, are you afraid of snakes? Sit down, look at me. You're not going to be afraid of snakes anymore. <laughs> this is what he did live. <clears throat> and the school people came over across the street to say, hey, you're not supposed to do that. You don't even have your credential. He said, but look, she's not afraid of snakes anymore. I can do this. I don't need you. And that's how that ended. You know, it's a grinder and binder and all these people over there. So, and there are today people with PhDs, EDDs, incredible numbers of psychological and um, mind and mental credentials who cannot stand Tony Robbins because he can command $10 million a year from one of the celebrities who has many of them who to meet with him four or five times a year. He can charge $100, $100,000 per sessions and he gets it. And they cannot charge $500 and get it. And they say, why? We have all these credentials. It's not the credentials. It's what can you do for someone else and how can you position it so that the people who want it go, I want that and I want it now. And the lines are running around. This is what you do. And it is not going to everyone. No, you'll be dead before you get there because they're all the wrong ones. They didn't even ask for you. What are you doing? Making fake friends to boot. Okay. Well, of course, eight weeks, runs eight weeks, but we help you. You have to learn to do this. It's a different approach. Okay. The purpose of a business, it's an idea, some service or something that you want to do to make people's lives better or the world better somehow with your product or your service or your idea. And the intention is that people are going to pay you for you doing that for them. And you're gonna learn how to get really good at that so that like a doctor, you go to school and when you're done after eight years, it's not eight years, eight weeks, right? You get your MD, you can hang out your thingy on the door and people will come and pay you money. Did you know that? Medical students, don't get paid money. They have to go through school, practice, right? Practice on the cadavers, like you're gonna practice with real people. And then after eight years, but us after eight weeks, they're good enough where they can start doing it and people paid them money for their skills. Do you understand? Tell me, yes, you understand this. Do you think that you have something to market with whatever your product is or your business that you could get really good at and attract the right people so that you can earn money because you help those people and that they want to give you money in gratitude for doing that. They, people love to buy. We're happy buyers. So you want to give them a chance to do that. That is what we'll show you how to do. Now, you don't have to take our school. You could, if you stay the way you are, just think for the next three to five years, if your business stays where it is, does that matter to you? Does it matter, yes or no? Who wants to stay the way they are for the next three to five years? Tell me yes or no. Who says, I want to stay the way I am? I don't mind. That's fine. Or no, I don't want to stay. I want to be different. So if you want to say, I want to make 
a lot of money. And you know why I'm going to make a lot of money? Because I'm going to help a lot of people. That's why. Why do you think people make a lot of money? The honest ones. They help a lot of people. Right? That's what they do. Doctors help a lot of people. Specialists make more money with fewer people because every time they fix an eye, they charge 300 grand because otherwise the person might go blind. Right? So if you understand that the reason that you're in business is to generate income for yourself and your people that you hire, and that income is a side effect, a result of you doing things that help other people's lives, physical lives, their money lives, their body lives, their mental lives, you make that better and you let them buy from you with joy. That's what we're offering you. Does your business matter to you? Do you think that you've got something that can help people? Do you feel if you learned how to put it out there so they came to you that it would make your business work? And can you imagine actually having enough money where you have to think where you're going to vacation? Because you got an organization now, you have hundreds of customers. What do you think? You tell me. And people in your company, don't say a word when you start. We tell everybody, just keep to yourself. Don't say anything. Don't belittle anybody else. Don't just do your thing. And when your volume starts happening, the upline's going to say, what are you doing? That's what happened to us. My first company, the water company, we sold so many water filters. My sponsor said, oh, Kim, the company wants you to come to, I was New Orleans at the time, to come and tell tell the whole organization, tell the whole company, they have five or 10,000 people, how you sold all these water filters. And I said, why? It wasn't any big deal to me. <laughs> it was just what we're supposed to do, right? Sell them. And he said, no, no, nobody's ever done that before. And so they want you to come. And so they called me. I said, come and, and you're going to buy my ticket and do all that? Great. Totally. I'll tell you how I did it. And I did. And people were amazed that anybody had ever sold that much stuff. And it made me famous in the company because so many people said, well, I want to market like that too. I, did, I hadn't even recruited anybody. I didn't know how you're supposed to recruit. <laughs> didn't even think of it. I just sold a lot of the filters because I thought everybody should have one who knew enough not to drink the caca out of the faucet. If you know enough for that and you're paying a buck a gallon, here's for a nickel. And if you're still drinking the caca, here it is for a nickel. If you want to stay the way you are, fine. Go ahead and bleach yourself every day. Go ahead and put bleach on your hair, your skin, your teeth, your eyes, and spend 500 bucks a jar for La Mer cream to get your face fixed. And every day you're bleaching it. You want to do that? Be my guest. That's what, that was my pitch. It didn't come out of the brochure. It came out of my heart and my knowledge and my knowing and my beliefs. If you have that, we can help you achieve any number of income that you want, any impact that you want. So when you start getting these requests to tell me what you did, how'd you making all this money? How are you getting all these people? Stay the course until you're at whatever income number you want, 5,000 a month, 8,000 a month, 10,000 a month. Don't take your eye off the ball because when you do, it's gonna hit you right in the eye. So just stay the course, get the income you want. And then when you are at a place where you may not build for a while, you can start teaching people. In the meantime, teach your own people, teach your organization so they get strong and keep you in chips for years to come.